KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. This is KYW News Radio In Depth. I'm Matt Leon. A new report developed by the Johns Hopkins School of Public Health and the nonprofit Trust for America's Health looks at the health impacts of climate change and breaks down which states are at the highest risk and which states are the most prepared. Now, this is obviously an important subject, and we wanted to learn more, so we spoke with Megan Lackshaw. She is a scientist at the Johns Hopkins Bloomberg School of Public Health, and we talked to her about what the report finds overall. We also dig into what the report says about the Delaware Valley. Check it out. So let's kind of start with an overarching look here with the report climate change and health assessing state preparedness. What was the goal? What did you guys want to do? So we wanted to look at all the states and figure out how well prepared they are to deal with climate change. And ultimately, we wanted to give policymakers practical information to protect residents' health and well-being. When you looked at the state, you guys break it down to the threat the state faces and how prepared they are. And if you go to the map and we'll provide the website, it's a very easy interactive tool. Without getting too much into the weeds, what went into developing the scores for the threat and for the preparedness? So there were three main domains. There was vulnerability, public health preparedness, in climate-related adaptation. And so vulnerability, we looked at things like, do you live in an environment that's threatened by climate change? And also, how many high-risk residents do you have living in your state? Public health preparedness was, do you have a strong public health system in place to deal with all threats, whether it's climate change or anything else that might happen, maybe COVID, for example? And the last domain was, Do you have a plan in place to deal with the health effects of climate change? Um, Have you thought about that? And and, and what level of depth have you thought about that? So let's start with Pennsylvania. According to the numbers, uh, middle of the road as far as vulnerability to the effects of climate change, but more prepared than most uh, for the public health consequences. Can you kind of dig in a little bit to what led to those scores? Sure. So Pennsylvania has a a relatively strong level of public health preparedness overall. So they did particularly well when it comes to information management, public health information management. They also did really well when it comes to environmental monitoring and um, health surveillance, which means like having a pulse on how healthy their population is in Pennsylvania. And they also specifically talked about and acknowledged and planned for the health impacts of climate change. So that is why they did so well in the preparedness score. Let's go across the bridge to New Jersey. I was kind of surprised. I thought New Jersey would be one of the most vulnerable states in this situation. But when it comes to vulnerability, middle of the road, however, uh, preparedness, there are in the bottom part of the scale. Can you dig into that for us? Yeah, so for New Jersey, there were three areas when it comes to climate change and health that they hadn't really, that we didn't find any evidence of. One of those was they hadn't looked at causal pathways, which is a fancy term for how do you go from an environmental exposure that's related to climate to a health effect? And so it's it's connecting the dots between climate and health. And they haven't really done that. And also we didn't see that they've identified any interventions 
to, to address the health effects of climate change. Some interventions might be moving houses and buildings away from the coastline in New Jersey, um, or interventions might be putting a heat warning system in place for those days that exceed a certain heat threshold and having ways to warn the population and move people who might be at risk. And let's wrap up our look at the Delaware Valley with Delaware, which uh, looks like kind of middle of the road in both the the threat and the preparedness. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, Delaware did really well in their evidence that they have a lot of cross-sector community collaboration when it comes to public health preparedness. And then when it comes to climate and health and, and, and planning for that and thinking about that, Delaware also um, did probably about the same as Pennsylvania. They did have interventions that they laid out and they were evidence-based interventions. And also they had they had looked at causal pathways between climate and health impact. So they were relatively middle of the road, mostly because of their level of public health preparedness. Talk about what are some of the health effects of climate change that would be at the top of the list. I mean, I think we could probably throw COVID in there uh, because, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, a new virus emerging for, for various reasons. But what are some some of the things that uh, you're you're concerned about when it comes to health effects of climate change? So like the one most obvious I mentioned already, heat, you know, that can lead to heat stroke and death. But increasing temperatures also leads to more extreme weather events. And of course, we hear about rising sea levels. And flooding can lead to injuries. Um, rising sea levels can lead to housing insecurity. Um, floods can also lead to toxic exposures from the flood water or the mold that results. And it can also lead to a lot of mental health outcomes. But then there's other like less well-recognized health impacts related to climate change. And that includes the fact that we have increasing allergens, um, which leads to allergies and asthma. The bottom line, though, is that all of these threats already exist. It's just that climate change makes them worse. And climate change also expands the areas that are impacted by the health effects, like it expands the areas that mosquitoes are breeding and, and expands their breeding season. And it also shifts the populations at risk because people who live maybe near a coastline, uh, as that grows, they become at risk, whereas they might not have been before. What are some of the things you guys are putting forth that can help curtail this? I mean, I, I see you guys have a list of things from the federal government, and this does seem like states can do their thing, but this has to be kind of a, a large response. So in a perfect world, what would you like to see the federal government do to, to mitigate the, the risk and help enhance preparedness? I love that you use the word mitigate because there's two main policy responses to climate change. Mitigation, which basically means slowing down climate change, primarily by reducing greenhouse gases. And then the other policy response is adaptation. And that basically means adjustments that we can make in our daily lives to decrease the impact of climate change. Um, I had mentioned, you know, moving homes that are threatened by rising sea levels or in the case of our recommendations, improving our public health system. And we need both the mitigation and the adaptation pieces if, if we're going to be prepared to deal with climate change. Um, and so, you know, like you said, we recommend developing a national strategy 
um, and funding programs that are working on this, but just haven't been able to give enough money to every single state that wants it. So CDC, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, has a program that funds states to prepare for the health effects of climate change, but they can't fund every state now. And so we recommend doing that. And then at the state level, even if you don't have that funding, you can still implement CDC's recommendations. Um, And we think that that would be very valuable. That's it for this episode of KYW News Radio In-Depth. You can listen and subscribe to the podcast on the Radio.com app or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Matt Leon, and we'll have another episode out soon.